gentlemen we are back once again with another episode of the triple f podcast i uh am <laughs> one of the fairy godmothers here uh is that what we're calling ourselves now well why not because we bestow knowledge and, and grace and I, wisdom onto our listeners the I'm fairy so, godmother shut up and go fandom. with it just, just I, shut up and go I, with I, it. I think it has a nice like ring that. to it the fairy like godmothers that. of fandom all i can think go. was uh, that scene in scrooge <laughs> where uh what's her name hit bill murray's character with the toaster oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's the kind Carol of fairy Kane. yes that's the kind of fairy i'd be i would hit you in the face with a toaster for your own good can i be maleficent <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see that. So uh, the song, the song, the song. Before we forget, yes, yes, that was of course Nine Inch Nails uh, with a song called Closer. Oh, I and love that song. And we thought it was very, very appropriate for this episode because this episode is all about A B O dynamics or Omega verse. We're getting we a little off. naughty. <laughs> we have a few things to get off our chest in regards to Omega verse. Um, although we will warn our listeners right now, if you are not familiar with the concepts of male pregnancy, um, of nodding, or if it squicks you out, if the idea of a boy being pregnant is a big thing, um, ass children, children born out of the anus. Um, then turn out now. Go listen to one of our other episodes. Which is funny because ass babies and male pregs are totally my squicks, but I'm totally down with Omegaverse. <laughs> well, that's because there's like, there's two levels of it. There's like guys that gestate and have, have the, the anus babies. And then there are like the boy pussy ones. Which <laughs> I hate that phrase bad so for me. much. Boy pussy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, 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 the male vagina. I don't know. What the hell am I supposed to call <laughs> Because this is not an actual thing that I'm aware of happening in, in our human culture. Or biology. Know, or biology. At least not yet. I mean, who knows what the next mutation will bring on. But uh, yeah, no, this is not a thing right now. It exists solely in Fickland and... Uh, someone else do the origins of this because I'm drawing a blank um, all of a sudden. I, I don't know too much about the origins. I do know that it got popular, surprisingly, not with like Teen Wolf or something, but with Supernatural. Supernatural. <laughs> I, I guess it, they, <laughs> has there been a werewolf episode? Uh, uh, more than one, I'm I sorry, think. 10 seasons of 23 episodes each is a lot to remember. Yeah, um, you can actually find the information, the basics information, on a website called Fanlore. That's F-A-N-L-O-R-E dot org. Uh, they have a wiki, and basically they'll give you any information about anything that is fanish. 
Um, and so reading straight from their top of their page, uh, Alpha Beta Omega or Alpha Omega, occasionally Alpha Beta, is a kink trope where some or all people have defined biological roles based on a hierarchical system with the terms originating from animal behavior research. There may be werewolf, nodding, or other animalistic elements involved, or the characters may be otherwise purely human. And of course, there are three in the dynamic, and that's why they call it ABO, Alpha, Beta, and Omega. Basically, the society or a portion of the society in these stories is uh, grouped off. Um, you are born an Alpha, you are born a Beta, or you are born an Omega. And the Alphas, of course, are generally dominant. They're able to impregnate Omegas. Male Alphas usually have a knot when aroused, and this, of course, infers that there are such things as female Alphas. And female Alphas have penises, usually, in some of these stories. Uh, the Betas are subordinate to the Alphas. Um, they may or may not be able to uh, become pregnant and give birth themselves or impregnate Omegas. And then Omegas are usually the lowest on the hierarchy, although fan works have sort of raised them as rare and prized. Male Omegas are self-lubricating and have the ability to become pregnant. And so, you know, as there are alpha females, there can also be uh, omega males. So the, the omegas across the board, regardless of gender, can get pregnant. And that's why they're so highly prized in a lot of these stories that have created these societies of, of the ABO dynamic. Yeah, I think I think my only issue with the, the, the omegaverse or, or the ABO-verse is that whole, when people describe these sort of things, they kind of completely ignore biology not even human biology but biology in general and they're like describing human beings orifices dripping like a squeezed <laughs> orange yeah it is a bit it is a bit over the top do we really ABO need stories. biology in <laughs> omegaverse oh i don't know we ignore the, the rules of physics and 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 you know pretty much everything else and you know lube being anything but lube i was just so. about to say oh well, we <laughs> In regular fix, we have spit being used as lube. I guess I guess when you're self-lubing, lube isn't that important. No, usually um, there's also a <laughs> smell that is described in a lot of these fix. When an omega yes, is in the, heat, the they are leaking everywhere and the stench attracts every alpha within a 10-mile radius. No word of a lie. I mean, this isn't... <laughs> the whole idea of these stories is to be over the top. It's to emphasize, I think, the animal. And uh, a lot of times, you know, in society, we're supposed to be polite and, you know, girls, you're supposed to keep your knees together and... Um, it's the best form of birth control is to put the pill between your knees. And so, you know, a lot of fanfic, of course, written by females, and it allows an escape, uh, as most fanfic does. But this really, really kind of puts forth the animalistic side of, uh, of a relationship where there is an alpha, he is to be obeyed. Um, and a lot of times, too, you have the Omegas who are trying to hide the fact that they're an Omega in order to integrate with society. They'd rather come across as a Beta than they would anything else. They just want to blend in. They don't want to stand out. Um, the Alphas, of course, nine times out of ten are arrogant. Uh, Total peacocks. Total peacocks. No pun intended. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I have this mental image of Sherlock in a peacock well, costume. Well, I was, when she was talking about the Omegas taking the meds, my first thought was John Watson because so many fix has him as this Omega taking his meds, trying to hide in the army, trying to hide from the ever-observant Sherlock, who just assumes that someone as strong and amazing as John must be an alpha. Like, this... Honestly, I've read a whole lot of alpha. Oh, I usually read alpha Sherlock, but maybe that's because I'm a top locker. I was reading a uh, an Omega fic um, not too long ago. In fact, I had to give up on it because the author was not updating enough for me to, to keep up. Um, it was a brilliant fic, Aww. and, it you know, she would update... And it would be like two months would go by and there'd be another chapter and that would be it for another two, three months. And there'd be an apology that goes along with the, the update, you know, as they do. And and that's all well and good. I get it. Life happens on and on and on. But if this is a multi-chapter fic and this woman was like on chapter 26 when I gave up with no sign of where it was going to end. <laughs> um, it was incredibly um, plot orientated. Um, it was really, really well written. It just, she was taking forever, forever and ever to update it. And I lost interest. It got to the point where she would do an update and I would have to go back and read the previous two chapters in order to read the next chapter that she posted because I wouldn't remember where I was in the story. See, that's, that's actually, that's why I yeah, only read completed that, works. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I only read completed work. And that's why I am not allowed to post anything until Same. I'm done. Because I'm one of those. I'm one of those that because I have, you know, whatever chemical imbalances, whether it's depression or not, I like I lose my stories sometimes. And it's two, three months before I can even get something resembling a chapter back up. And I I hate when authors do that to me, so I refuse to do it to anyone else. I know better. It's now. funny that we start <laughs> talking about this because my one long fic, I waited until I was completely done writing it and halfway done editing it before I started posting chapters. Right, that's what and I my latest. funnily enough, can we guess what kind of fic that was? Omegaverse. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, the other re- reason that we want to take our time with Omegaverse is because it is its own thing. It has a set of rules that you have to obey in order for it to be Omegaverse. Um, so you want to mm-hmm. fact check. You want to be very careful with your Omegaverse because um, there are different types and you can there are small variations, but on the whole, you have to know what you're doing. You have to know that an Omega is the one that gives birth. You can't have an Alpha all of a sudden being pregnant. It just doesn't happen that way. Even if that Alpha is female, it doesn't happen that way. I, um, I have seen, I, I, I feel like I have seen fix where an Alpha female could get pregnant. But it, it's variance on a theme. Like, there there are certain set things, you know. You have to sort of figure out which route you're going. Whether you're going the the limited population is ABO or the whole population is. If you're doing BDSM undertones or overt or strictly vanilla, you know. Right. Uh, it's, it's a very intricate sort of trope. It, it's one of the more intricate that I've seen. Um, and it hasn't really been around all that long. Um, according to the fan lore wiki, it's, it's you know... Well, Supernatural's uh, in its 11th similar sort season. Of thing. So, 11 years. Something like that. Let's say. I mean, if it, yeah. came, if it took well, off right at the beginning. No, it, the, the well, they, um, fan lore page said it really got popular around 
end of 2010, beginning uh, of 2011. 2010, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's from much a, younger than but that. kink meme prompt. It might be based from a similar, a similar premise, according to this, from the X-Files fandom in the 1990s. So we, we have a range of it could be going to college or it's in middle school. <laughs> right, right. I, well, <laughs> whatever the range is, it's not as old as the hills. This is a newer yes. concept, and most, if not all, of the rules for it are online. Even though male pregnancy as a whole is a pretty old trope. I remember reading about... Yeah, the, I'm such a nerd. I remember reading about the history of fanfics and part of it being male pregnancy being found in, I want to say it was Star Trek fix back when they did fanzines, you know, way back in the day before my time. Before I was born. Four years ago. When they were making fanzines <laughs> and just mailing them to each other. Like, male pregnancy Spock being pregnant was a big trope. I'm sorry, pregnant Vulcan. I just, I can't even imagine the, the cravings on Neither that one. Neither could Gene Roddenberry, apparently, because Spock's mother was human. <laughs> he could have gone the other way. But, nope. <laughs> so I don't think even Gene Roddenberry could picture a female pregnant Vulcan, which is an interesting observation. Well, I'm looking at a pregnant Kirk fan work at the moment on Fanlore fanlore.org uh, backslash wiki backslash male underscore pregnancy uh, literally has two pictures of pregnant Captain Kirk. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. It's funny. Um, I'm looking at the statistics because shout out to Destination Toast who does the best statistics in yes. fandom. In all fandoms. They are amazing. I bow down to them. But apparently most Omega fix come from Sherlock, Teen Wolf, the Avengers, Supernatural, and Supernatural RPF. Uh. Supernatural RPF. For those of you who don't know, RPF stands for Real Person Holy Fiction. Mother. So is it Misha, Jensen, or Jarrett oh. getting pregnant? I vote Misha because Misha yes. has been known to cross-dress and everything. In real life, if Misha Collins could get pregnant, he would be pregnant all the time. <laughs> I am a firm believer in that statement. With whose and children? And if Collins Jensen, wants to contact Jared, us or his wife. at Fandom Fan <laughs> Fan 3 and dispute this with me, I encourage him to do so. I bet you won't tweet him. <laughs> yes. Contact us on Twitter, Mr. Collins. I will be more than happy to hear your side of things. But I swear if you could get pregnant, you and your wife would have like serious. You 47 would be, children. I would, I, oh, my God. You'd have to live in a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like my mother. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. For anyone that doesn't understand that joke, I have a ridiculous number of siblings. So th there's a running joke that my mom le needs to live in a pair of oversized Doc Martens. Not too big because, you know, she's four foot seven. But uh... <laughs> but apparently she's yeah. um, been impregnated and given birth some uh, 27 times. Oh, something God. like that. But n not 27 from her. But... Uh, she only been pregnant like twelve oh, or fourteen only. times. God, only, my vagina she only had hurts. a litter. <laughs> hey, hey, no, she's not a dugger, dugger, whatever. This is true. This is true. She's not octomom. Well, yes, she is. Yeah. Oh my. My gosh. vagina still hurts from the thought of twelve <laughs> children. <laughs> my vagina got up and packed its bags at the beginning of this conversation, <laughs> and said, "No peroni and cheese. I'll see you in St. Louis." <laughs> exactly. 
But uh, at any rate, anyway, so, yes, back so, on. Well, <laughs> you know, speaking of pregnancy, let's work our way into M Preg, shall we? Uh, now, um, M Preg is a squick babies. for a lot of folks. So once again, listen very carefully. If this turns you off at any point, click the little button and make it go bye bye. It's okay to not like this stuff. M Preg, the letter M and then P R E G, uh, is basically male pregnancy. And in a lot of ABO fiction, the Omegas are male, and they get pregnant during the uh, sex. <laughs> a alpha will mm-hmm. not the as a uh, during the sex. The alpha will not. Uh, in, it's, the head of the penis will actually grow slightly larger and will lock itself inside of the male vagina. If you, I could, call, you know, use some type of term for it. If I could use any term for it, it would probably be male vagina. Um, well, and well, and then you know they are uh, inseminated in that way. Usually, I read not the head but the base, like how a dog's knot is at the base of its penis. That is so gross. But <laughs> okay, yeah. I was I was to, I was given to understand that it was the head. So yeah, I. That's yeah, fine by me. I mean, I of the ABO fix that I've read, that's what I took it to mean. Oh my! Not God. having done any kind of research on wolves or dogs, because that's basically what it's basing itself on. Um, I have no idea where the knot forms, whether I, it's the base or the head. But the, the in the fix I've read, it was always the head. I just remembered a picture from last year's Dragon Con. There was a big like panel at like 1 a.m. or something of just fangirls meeting up to talk shit. And someone asked about ABO and they drew a picture diagram of nodding. And I still have that picture on my phone because okay. it was just that amazing. And this, I, I don't know why I didn't remember that until just now. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I mean, but like I say, in the fix that I've read, it was always been described as the head of the penis was the the portion of the penis that would not or get slightly enlarged engorged with blood and then in essence they would be locked together for hours on end rolling in pleasure over and over and over again until the knot finally went down enough for them to disengage Mm -hmm. and then as a result of course the omega would not only be pregnant they would be good and pregnant because (laughs) there is as one fic put it cumulation everywhere Oh my god! I'm sorry. If 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 that's one of my squicks, I have to name it. It's excessive bodily explosion. I, I was just about to. I I can't lie. I have in my fic. My fic was Teen Wolf, so it was Scott and Styles together. And I did have I did have Styles like dripping down his leg. What? No, and but, that that can happen. I mean, after sex is. Oh no! This was before. Know, messy, but- <laughs> He just needed oh, Scott's not that much. Uh, now, and that is to say, too, that the Omegas who are happen to have male body parts, they, too, can experience, you know, erections and they can come sometimes. But usually their penis is diminished and or non-existent. What did one just... Dis- we had one fic. They described it as a baby carrot. Oh, It was like it what? was baby carrot. That- it was that tiny... <laughs> That makes and me sad. It makes me sad, but at the same time, they were the Omega, so you really didn't mind. Anyway, that's it's not unusual to hear of a male-male M-Preg ABO story. And now that you know all of these words, don't you feel so important? 
um, <laughs> uh, where the male omega does have pre-cum, they do have erection, they do have ejaculation. So there's, yeah, there's cumulation everywhere. But, um, but the main part of it, of course, from the alpha. And then when two men love each other very, very much, the colon develops a special place where a love pearl can grow. Oh. <laughs> and that is Mpreg. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and that's Mpreg. Oh, and that's no. uh, where a lot of people go, okay, put the brakes on, forget yep. it, I'm done, this is enough. This girl. <laughs> Tap <it> out. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, and there are ABO stories out there that don't involve MPREG. Mine. <laughs> or they skip ahead. They go from the first initial sexy business and they skip ahead, you know, a year later and they're diapering the baby. So they don't even acknowledge, you know, the, the pregnancy term or the birth or any of that stuff. They skip all the way ahead to happy family, cuddly, fluffy ending. And that's perfectly acceptable too. It doesn't make it any less an Omegaverse story. So please don't go into this thinking that, oh my God, ABO is all about MPREG. No, it's not. It's more than likely, it's just about the power dynamic between the alpha and the omega or the alpha, the beta and the omega, depending on you know what kind of story you're reading and what pairing you're dealing with. How did you know that was literally just what I was thinking? Like, man, maybe my fic really isn't Omegaverse because one, it's not a society thing. It's magic. Two, there's no male pregnancy or even capabilities of male pregnancy. It's just the, on the only thing that will make it Omegaverse is Styles's asshole is now self-lubricating and really wants Scott's not. Yeah, no, it's it's all about the power dynamic more than it is about anything in my mind. This is, again, up to interpretation. Everybody's a little bit different in what they're looking for in stories. And again, we encourage all writers and all readers to tag. Uh, whatever your story contains, oh, God, tag, yes. tag, 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 tag. We cannot emphasize that enough because if you're reading something, and you, you want to know what room you're walking into. You want to know what you're getting yourself involved with, especially if it's a multi-chapter fic and 75,000 words or whatever it is. And also, if you're a writer, you want to be respectful of your audience and say, guys, this is what this includes. And it may cost you readers. It might. But in the long run, it'll it'll gain you readers who will stick with your stuff because they know you're a good tagger. They know that you're responsible. They know you're going to take care of them uh, even before they open the first page. Yeah, like I almost lost a reader on my fic because she thought I didn't tag for male pregnancy. And I was like, wait, nope, nope. There is no mpreg in here. Don't have to worry about that. I think she was mostly upset about the lack of tagging, if there was, than for it being in there. Right. One of the things with Omegaverse is that you really do have to be cognizant of what you have in there because, you know, it, it's not... Tagging isn't just for fun. Like, there are people that can genuinely be triggered by reading dubcom material. There are people that can, you know, be grossed out or, or you know, have their happy day ruined because they read something that wasn't tagged properly so tagging is important not just in omegaverse but in general but especially when you have something with such intricate you know pieces to it the, whether it's mpreg whether it's 
dubcon do to heat you know whether it's it's heat sex or if it's just fluff i mean tagging your fic is important it helps people you know find it later or or avoid it until they can read it or or if they can't in general that's a very good point um the other thing i wanted to say too when it comes to um talking about tags that we have a lot of listeners who may be hearing about this stuff for the very first time. Um, Dubcon basically means dubious consent. Uh, when you're dealing with ABO dynamics, a lot of the time between the alpha and the omega, there are things that neither one of these characters can stop. Their biology overrides their common sense. And if an alpha is around an omega who is in heat, that alpha will go ballistic in trying to find that omega. And they will do whatever it is in their power to care for, protect that omega, and tear apart any other alpha that tries to approach. This, of course, may be considered dubious consent because both the alpha and the omega, once they get scent of one another, have no control over their rational minds. And so dubcon is one of those tags you want to include in ABO fix. I think that that should be true across the board. I think any and all ABO, yes. it should just be assumed that it's dubious consent. Um, it's a bit like pollen sex, where uh, in Star Trek, Ponfar. Uh, one of the characters was uh, affected by a flower that blew its pollen in his face and basically made him into a raging sex maniac lunatic. Sex, sex pollen. pollen. It's referred to as sex pollen, and it's, again, overriding rational thought. So here we enter into another version of dubious consent. Uh, there is also those instances where it would be non-consent or non-con would be the tag on that. Non-consensual is basically exactly as it sounds. This is where the biology is so far gone that the alpha cannot stop themselves and basically takes the omega without consent completely. And uh, it things get a little rapey from, and from that point on. Um, a lot of people have the rape fantasy, and that's basically all we're working with uh, in these stories. So rape is never okay. Consent is always, you know, a requirement. But in these fix where your biology overrides your rational thought, there is a big old gray area. So be aware that most of it is dubcon, some of it is noncon, and uh, read accordingly. That's sorry. I just I I a little rapey is is something I actually have seen tags of before, and it's just uh It makes you get disappointed. Why? Yeah, it makes you get disappointed because. You want to enjoy a fic. Any fic you open up, it's, it's a pairing you love. If it's a situation you you adore, you want to be able to read it and read it in a happy fairyland where puppies and kittens love each other. And when somebody tags for dubcon or noncon or a little bit rapey or full-on rape or whatever it is, underage is another one. Um, that yeah, that underage that. squicks me. Um, incest squicks me. And that can happen too in these in these ABO fix. Um, all you know, Sam Winchester needs to do is to not take his repressor medication, <laughs> you know, and then his brother Dean is all over him. So 
it's it gets yeah i'm not into that at all believe (laughs) me i'm not into that at all but i guarantee you the story is out there and it probably has about 600 brothers i've read them i can't lie (laughs) i've read them but i i x out sometimes because i have to admit that i have read uh you know wincest fix before mostly because half the time if it's an author I know, I don't read the tags. Refan, you, you warned me about that one story you wrote that might be difficult for me, and I have not to date read that, but... Uh, right, that was a last chapter. double OQ story. Yes, but uh, like as much as I love your writing, I know for a fact that that can cause issues with, with for me. And you just know yourself, and ta- this is I where know. tagging helps. Tagging is going yes. to be very, very important for ABO Fix, especially if you, you know, you read something and you just go, oh, I don't know. I don't know that I want to walk through that door. That just sounds horrible. And that's legitimate. You know, you really do have to know what you what you like and what you don't like. But here's the thing. For new thick readers, you don't know what you're going to like until you read it. So what I would do if I were you is go through the tags, make sure you know what you're getting in for, but also get recommendations from other readers. Um, people who read fanfic can be found anywhere from Twitter to Tumblr and everywhere in between. So ask for fic recommendations. Explain what you're trying to avoid. Explain what you're looking for. You want to know more about this um, Omegaverse. You know, what does it mean? What is it all about? And people will come out of the woodwork to tell you you know, here's what it is, and here's a website to check out, and go to the wiki page, and blah, 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 blah. You can find resources. Online resources are just out there in droves. So please don't hesitate to ask for help if you're um, looking for a new fic to read or if you're looking for a new world to fall in. ABO can be very, very rewarding, or it can be just not your cup of tea, but it just depends on the story. It depends on how it's written. It depends on the elements in that story. And just, uh, like I said, we encourage all of the writers out there to tag, tag, and tag some more. Even if you think it's innocuous, even if you think something is like, well, yeah, he's, he was bleeding a little. No, tag for blood. Because even if it's just a, a paper cut, you have people out there who squick at the mention of blood. And so you do want to uh, be wary of that and you want to be... Uh, as encouraging to your audience as you possibly can and supportive of your audience as you possibly can. And even beyond Omegaverse and ABO and all that, if you ever see tags that you do not know what they mean, look it up. Google. Just <laughs> look it up. It will Google is your It will friend. save you the trouble of possibly being squicked or possibly being triggered. Yeah. So and always it, do that. <laughs> In the world of fanfic, you have a lot of shortcut lingo, and it's to be expected. It's a world in and of itself, and it can be very exclusionary. Uh, If you don't know what the words mean, there's the website right there. Urban Dictionary alone will be able to give you all kinds of information. But you can explore all of that stuff at your own pace, though. That's the other beauty of it, is these fanfics are out there. They're for free. Nobody's, it's not costing you a mint a month to join a club and you have to read XYZ a number of fix. No, it doesn't exist like that. So take your time with it, educate yourself, learn the tags, and for God's sake, writers, please tag your shit. I, I know we probably say that every episode, but it is so important. 
tag your shit. Yes. I, I can't mention it enough. You don't know how much you can fuck up someone's day until you don't tag properly. I mean, it, do like, it. Do it. You have no I'm, excuse. You have no I'm excuse. sorry if you think that it's going to ruin your twist ending, but I would rather have a twist ending ruined than I myself get triggered or I trigger someone else. Right, because all you're going to get in the comments is hate mail. Yeah, and if it's really that important that you don't ruin your twist, I've, I have seen people note in their tags and in the top author's note that there are triggers that are listed in the at the end of the story that you can skip down to. It will rule. It will have some spoilers, but it will give a full scope of what you can expect. And I personally think that's an okay workaround. I know some people disagree with me on that, but hey. To each their own. Yeah. You know, everyone has an opinion. It's kind of like an asshole. Whether or not it's self-looping is up to what you wrote. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, speaking of up to what you wrote, uh, we also had one of our topic points was werewolf versus human Omegaverse. What is the difference between dealing with, say, a teen wolf story where there's actual characters who can turn into wolves and just a basic Omegaverse? Funnily enough, I think I've read more Omegaverse in Sherlock than I have in Teen Wolf, which, which is Teen weird. Wolf being my primary fandom and Teen Wolf actually having werewolves, you would think I would read more there. <laughs> but I usually read Omegaverse in Sherlock. And I would agree with that statement wholeheartedly, 110%, because that's exactly what's happened to me. I have read maybe one ABO fic in Teen Wolf fandom, and I think I wrote it. I was about to say that had better have been mine. Why haven't you read my fic? <laughs> I worked hard on that thing. Well, wait, where? I don't think I'm following you on on Ao3. Uh, Ao3. Oh, if, guys, if you aren't following me on Ao3, you should because I am awesome. Of course, she is. <laughs> and what is your name on Ao3? Fandom Girl. I'm the same name like everywhere. The only reason I'm not Fandom Girl on Twitter is because some bitch stole it from me. <laughs> You already mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, you already I'm mentioned still, that I'm in the previous bitter. episode. I know you're still bitter, baby. It's okay. And <laughs> I am R-E-H-F-A-N pretty much everywhere on the internet. Also on um, Archive of Our Own, which is AO3. It's archiveofourown.org for those of you who don't know the website. I'm Evelina Phoenix. E-V-A-L-I-N-A-P-H-O-E-N-I-X. I don't know why everyone has so much trouble spelling Phoenix. I do. Because um. words are hard. <laughs> spelling is hard. The word Phoenix. You had to pick <laughs> the one freaking word I stumble over every bloody time. I see. Mine is restaurant. <laughs> well, restaurant I have, I have my... Uh, oh, no. Restaurant screws me over, too. <laughs> and I never have trouble with restaurant. I, Really? Never. For the longest time, I had trouble with business until someone went, bus Ines. <laughs> and so, you went, you know. ding! Oh! My, when I was a kid, my trick for Jamaican was jam A, I can. There you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's cute. But yeah, I actually have my AO3, uh, Archive of Our Own, uh, profile link up in my Twitter as well. So if you are following Ava Phoenix, which is me, Still the same spelling, it's just E-V-A instead of the whole thing. And then Phoenix. 
um, on Twitter. I have mine in my profile. Because I want people to read the three fics that I've posted. Although, I do want to add more to things you see in a porn store. Maybe I could add in a nodding cock. Oh, there you go. Oh, for any of you who would like to try nodding in real life, there... Baddragon.com! There is a website out there called (laughs) baddragon.com, and you can purchase um, various and sundry phallic symbols. Tentacles. You can custom make your fake cock. Variety of colors. There's even some. They even have squirting That's what I was about to say. They even have some that you can make come. And if you are a male who prefers putting your cock into things instead of having things put into you. Well, not male, a penis haver that likes to do all that they do have slot thingies for you to put your penis into slot a and tab b they have slot a's for your tab b there you go (laughs) i'm sorry i've never bought from bat dragon but i like looking at their website because each dildo has a story behind it and i love that I was not aware of that. Oh, it is so amazing. (laughs) I've only seen still pictures from the website. I've not been to the website. You should. It's fun. I haven't ordered anything because, you know, not my cuppa. But it's fun, like, showing it to other people. It's kind of like uh, that dragon movie. It's Dragon Wars D Wars. If if none of you have ever seen it. A, you must. I'll bring it with me when I come to Florida, Refan. I'll, I'll, I'll subject you to it because it is literally the worst movie I've ever put my eyes to on the planet. Oh, that's okay. It's you like can keep it. it's it's the my immortal <laughs> of, oh, wow. of movies. Okay, for those of you who are unaware, <laughs> who have never tried fan fiction at all. The fan fiction My Immortal is probably hands down the worst written fic in the known universe. Or best. (laughs) Depending on what you're looking for. It is a Harry Potter goth fic. (laughs) And it makes Twilight look good. And it makes Twilight look amazing. Shout out to so-and-so in the middle of the paragraph. She'll shout out to her friends. The author (laughs) will shout out to her friends. Anyway, um, so yeah, so anything that makes my immortal look like, you know, war and peace. But Dragon Wars can't be too bad. It has a higher rating than Fantastic Four on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god, everything has a higher rating than Fantastic (laughs) Four. Really? It has a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think Fantastic Four had like a 4%. Okay, but Dragon Wars is one of those movies where it's like a whole bunch of fan people got together, got really, really stoned, decided to get drunk after that, went out for a Taco Bell run, ended up getting, you know, Panda Express instead (laughs) by accident because they went to the wrong place. And then, having fallen half asleep in their, you know, subpar Chinese food, decided to play a D&D campaign in the modern universe while simultaneously listening to a Lord of the Rings soundtrack <laughs> and and watching Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. That sounds horrible. That was very specific. <laughs> I'll bring the popcorn. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have to watch this movie. It's like the goofiest piece of shit ever. <laughs> All right, I'll trust you. I'll trust you. Oh yes. God. All right, so back on topic. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> we were talking about werewolf versus human omegaverse, and we had seen more instances in the human uh, versions uh, for ABO uh, fic and, and 
Omegaverse dynamics. Despite werewolves being included canonically in certain uh, aspects. Right. Who needs canon? Who does? Who needs canon? <laughs> well, the other thing I think, I, and this was the thought I had earlier when we were talking about this, was I think the reason we don't see it enough in werewolf fic is because it's already there. It doesn't need um, a world of its own. Uh, it already yeah. exists between the werewolves. It's when you start involving the humans in the story that you kind of maybe have to tweak things a little bit uh, to make them Omegaverse as opposed to just a straight up werewolf and human story. So I think that's the reason we haven't seen it as much because when you have, let's say, Derek Hale and Scott McCall or Derek Hale and Isaac Leahy or, you know, whoever and whomever, as long as they're both werewolves or both were something like Malia and um you know someone else if you have two creatures who are of the werewolf kind or were coyotes or were jaguars or whatever then it's not as big a deal to create a universe around them uh the universe has already accommodated them whereas in omegaverse it's a whole different world it's like stepping into harry potter you know and having wizards and witches be real it's this whole either society or closed off portion of society that where this actually exists in these stories. So um, anyway, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about ABO. Just to make people aware that it is out there, read the tags. Um, these, yes. This is incredibly important. Can't mention that enough. And be aware that, you know, Dubcon or um, Sex Pollen type of themes are uh, out there for this sort of story. And where Lube may not be as involved in Omegaverse or as needed because of all the self-lubricating assholes that are out there. In real <laughs> life, there exist assholes, but they are not self-lubricating. And therefore, Lube, Lube is, is important. important. Thank you and good night. Night.